0: Listen, check us out, check us out. If you're tuning in through the comfort of your home or you're at your job with your smartphone, you tuned in to the DV podcast. If you can hear my voice, I'm on third of your co host is Nick Gabe. Listen, I got two special guests, two very special guests, a recurring guest, and a new, new, brand new guest. But before we introduce them, y'all gotta know, shout out to the Maya Man, because everyone in their mama admires the man. Shout out Steffi Steff, and boys out there handling their business. They'll be here on the next episode. Shout out to all the first and current listeners, members. We appreciate y'all. Shout out to the last episode. We did the Valentine's Day episode. That was real good. I appreciate Jefe. Appreciate my boy Pierre. Appreciate my homegirl Sam for pulling up. Um, For anyone trying to know where you can find the podcast, Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, type DVP, Diamond Logo. That's us. We don't have YouTube. We don't have SoundCloud. Don't ask us. Now, boom, since we got all that out the way. We'll go to the man to my left. Y'all know who he is. You know the business. You know the street wear. Seraf. Shout out to Brian. Shout out to Nick. Shout out to Sabrina. Sabrina. When they all here. And when they're not here, though, it doesn't matter. It's still Saurabh. So let's clap it up for our boy, Sam. And then the man to my right. Fellow high school classmate fellow business academy (laughs) classmate (laughs) like it's crazy how like the last four years you just be around people so it's like i'm seeing you no matter what like i'm gonna have one class with you or one something with you um but now you know i'm saying around grown status adult status and he's an artist not just a singer he's an artist writer executive producer all around talent let's clap it up for brian one time First of all, appreciate y'all for sliding. I appreciate that. How y'all been? How's everybody been the last couple days? Uh,
1: it's been chill. I'm not gonna hold you. Everybody's good. Man. It's been chill. Valentine's Day was mm-hmm. Monday. How was your Valentine's Day? I was high. Hey, makes sense. I was high. I was high. So,
0: well, no, I was with my homegirl, but I was high. Mm-hmm. Chilling. What about you, man?
2: Didn't do shit.
1: Hey son. Perfect. <laughs> perfect, perfect, perfect. Yeah. But I did do something this weekend. What'd you do? For? I went to Candleland. What's that? It's like this place in Fort Lauderdale mm-hmm. where you make a candle. Mm. Yeah. Sounds like a long process. I awesome. found you would think so. Thirty minutes, and they're dragging it too. Like thirty minutes is dragging. Dragging, but it's a lot though. Thank you know? Pick your own saying. Thank you for saying. Sit there, sit Go chill. Walk around. Finish. How about you? How, what are you just doing?
2: Just a bunch of singing. Singing? Singing at churches, writing. It's just yeah. a cycle. Yeah.
0: And that's another thing, too. I kind of like want artists in this newer generation, because I guess not since we're the new grown ups, um, the generation that's coming after us, the new kids, I guess. And a lot of them are pursuing music. I just want them to know if they're listening or whenever they do get to listen to this. It's one thing to get attention because of social media, but it's a whole other thing to keep the talent to keep you and your name alive. Because you could be famous off of anything. And it doesn't have to be music or entertainment. If that thing that blows you up is the only thing that blows you up, it's never going to last that long. So just make sure whatever happens to make you popular, you have talent that you can keep keeping that name yeah. going. Consistency is amazing It is um, What was I doing? Just podcasting School work Trying to finish this AA And go to Tallahassee To finish my bachelor's At FAMU Besides that Just chilling man um, I realize I'm probably Never going to smoke Indica on purpose Because I don't like Falling asleep Especially from weed Like I feel that's The complete opposite Of the purpose I'm Supposed to keep you up
1: I don't know. If I want to fall
0: asleep, I will listen to like Frank Ocean, Blonde. Pink and white will make me fall asleep every time.
1: Every time. I think Indica. Indica, Sativa, Hybrid, I'm going to fall asleep. Like, one thing about it, yeah, Jesus made me go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it does not in the title. Yeah, like, I'm asleep in like three hours. It's gas, I'm asleep. I don't I don't smoke for, like, the reason why everybody else smokes, like, I don't smoke to chill. I smoke to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Had
0: a long day. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. So, listen, man, Brian, you know, um, and like I said before, when we have artists on the podcast, I don't care what genre you do, what type of music, if if you just do it for fun, if you do it for, to be signed or independent status, I don't have no problem bringing you to the pod to just... Showcase your talent. Showcase why you do it. So let the members listening that do music and want to come through the podcast to just understand someone else's story. What's your, like, your introduction to music? How, how um, are you loving it now? And like any song or artist that you appreciated that helped you find your voice and everything?
2: Okay, so my introduction to music was, you know, how all black people get introduced to music in yeah. church. Shout <laughs> so out the church, so, man um like if it wasn't music i was asleep or just not paying attention um but yeah uh fell in love with music from church i actually started out playing drums Mm -hmm. but then i gave that up because i'm like drums singing mm, singing Singing. so (laughs) um eventually gave that up got Mm -hmm. into singing started um singing, mm-hmm. praise and worship stuff, mm-hmm. and then um, I eventually like started writing my own stuff. I mean, I was 12, so it wasn't good, yeah. but I was writing my own stuff, and um, yeah, that's really the introduction, and then I was just listening to Beyonce, all types of music people that were famous around that time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. How do you feel like, um, do you feel like this? you had the most... Uh, What's the word? Because I would assume the more you practice, you'll feel like you're at your best peak. But when did you know, like, man, I really want to do this? Like, you know, sometimes people just do it because they're used to it. But, like, was it when we're still in high school? Was it after we graduated? Something just clicked, like, nah, I'm actually fucking talented. And I can actually take it far if I get the chance. Like, when did that hit you?
2: So, um, I have Jamaican parents. So I'm never going to think music 100%. Yeah. But music is. It's it's 50% of it. I'm still working towards getting my bachelors, all of that stuff. But um, with music, it's just always, it's been easy. It's kind of like how someone's like, when they play basketball, mm-hmm. they just walk around the house going like this, yeah. you know, touching, yeah. touching the tops of doorways. Yeah. Um, that's what music is for me. I'm always singing. I'm always thinking of new lyrics, new melodies. And um, I really knew I wanted to do this, like for real. Like I... Now, well, I always wanted to do it, but I knew that I had the opportunity to make it when um, I wrote this song called 15 Minutes, and the verse is, um, I think it's taking too long for me to try and stack breath and notoriety, and now all I stack is anxiety, and myriads of issues with authority, so please don't act like you've been knowing me, or think of my problems cosmetically, cause then I gotta search on my dichotomy, to show off and stun on you flawlessly. Yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah. Not to like yo that might just be the promo video like yeah, wow man. that's hard. Just put it on. Like like <laughs> real just easy in and out. Just, boom. Mm-hmm. Do we owe you money for that? Like do we <laughs> we <laughs> <use> that? <laughs> <laughs> Am I gonna get an invoice from your manager? Like, <laughs> in the mail, you owe us two hundred dollars. Okay, wow. What's
2: that? What's um that?
0: Writing that song fifteen minutes, it's
2: um I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Just like I would, I when I wrote it, I was ready for my fifteen minutes of fame. Mm-hmm. But now, like even after that song, I feel like I've earned it. I deserve it. Like I'm good at what I do. And it took me a while to say that because growing up in black churches, um, people feel like you know they have this like it takes a village to raise a kid mentality, and the village was rough. The village. <laughs> the village did not spare any chance to say, mm, you're flat, mm, you're pitchy, mm, you're not doing it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't uplifting. Mm-hmm. But now when, like, compared to my peers, and it, I mean, to be honest, just like raw talent, I feel like I have it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need a gimmick. I don't need, you know what I'm saying? Like, no. None of the social media stuff. Mm-hmm. I can just you can just sit me down, give me a guitar, I can play a song and sing, mm-hmm.
1: and just do what it is. So it's kind of interesting that you say that. So like besides singing, and of course like you said you have your background in drums, like you also play other instruments as well. Let's not let's not other instruments. No. Oh,
2: mm-hmm. Um, I play a little guitar. I wrote a project on the guitar, and I'm like working through that right now. Mm-hmm. But um I always I'm always looking for like new ways to make music. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I can produce great. I can produce a great project. That's awesome. But um I wanted to switch it up, so I started writing on guitar and um, that was a whole nother situation. Heartbroken mm-hmm. and all of these things. Great music,
0: but damn, music, damn. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Who was Who like Summer Walker type shit. Yeah. But um to the journey.
2: Yeah. I don't know, I just feel like I feel like one of the things that people who are really serious about their craft and their industry understand is that when you're doing something, you have to do Do it. it. Mm -hmm. You can't say, like, for example, I'm a rapper, but I only listen to Drake and Wayne, or I'm a singer, and I only listen to Beyonce and Adele. Like, you have to – I mean, sometimes you're not going to like it, but I feel like you have to immerse yourself in all of the things. I can't just say, I'm a singer, but I hate producing. I'm a singer, but I hate writing. Like hand in hand. Yeah. yeah. You have to, I feel like you have to be in that industry. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. Um, I got another question. So um, you say with the village to raise a child mentality, a lot of people, surprisingly or not surprisingly, when they get that backlash from that community that's supposed to be there for them, like mm-hmm. it really discourages it discourages them. So what I want to know is what stopped you or, like, what helped you overcome that? Because I know a lot of people, church background, revivalist background, like parents, whether it may be family members, friends, et cetera, that village hasn't always been supportive and a lot of them sad to say but they've deaded their dreams. So it makes me happy that you continue, but I really want to know, like, what pushed you, like, what, like, kept you going. Were you like, okay i got that raw talent like so forget what everybody else is saying what was it something
2: Um, so one of the main things that pushes me is nyla nyla's like my sister my yeah my day one like we tell each other everything um even when i wrote the guitar project you were actually going through separate heartbreaks at the same exact time like Uh we're like bonded Yeah. so um, she's one of the main people who's always telling me like this is great this is like she'll get in my ass if it's ass but she's always been real with me so I know what she's saying is real and she believes in me more than I believe in myself sometimes so there's that but another thing is um, how people have reacted to what I've produced like some people are like this is Um, I listen to this every day. Like, I have random people sometimes, too. Like, I went to this group chat one time on Instagram, and um, I was, you know, just working on music. Because if I'm not on FaceTime, if I'm, like, texting you, I'm probably in front of my computer working on some song. If it's not mine, it's somebody else's. So I was working on a song, and I texted. I'm like, I'm tired working on a song and um, someone was like, oh, your name sounds familiar, did you do this song? I'm like, yes, how do you know this song, da-da-da-da, whatever the case may be. But I've had so many people say that, you know, you sound great or you write or your production is great, and that's pushed me a lot because one of the things I feel like we have to learn, and some 90% of the time we learn it the hard way, is that the people you're friends with most of the time aren't going to support you how
0: they should. Ain't that the truth.
2: Um, so I've had like 10, 20, 30 people that I considered friends. And I'd be like, oh, this song you should listen to. it, Or I have this demo. Tell me what you think. And you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. there was no response. There was no feedback. There was nothing. So yeah, it's the people. It's Nyla. But it's the people that I didn't know. Like they would say, oh, you can really sing. Or whatever the case may be. Like even with a church I'm in right now, Christ Fellowship. I went there, auditioned, whatever the case may be, and I got put with these worship pastors, and they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're this old sounding like this or doing this. So I think that was, those two things are really what
0: keep pushing me. That's good. I wanted to say, like, I mean, at this point, the listeners right now, they've heard enough to where it's like, okay, I like the story. I like how he's dedicated. He has passion to it. Like, they want to hear a song, like, do you want to get you on know, a song we can listen to right now? Old, new? Sure. You well,
1: walking with the 15 minutes. Nah, no, no, 15
0: minutes. That was a <laughs> I don't even think I have that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: whatever, <laughs> you got, whatever you got, we'll take it. Uh, hey man, we got the live version anyway. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're but,
0: but, um, And you can introduce it, man. Oh, like, wow. this BT 106 in part, man. World premiere. You know what I'm saying? Special edition. You can intro it in and everything.
2: Uh, I'm I'm gonna do one of the songs that I did with Nyla. This is Save for Letter.
0: Nah, clap.
1: <laughs> clap, it <up. laughs> clap it up. Clap it wow. up. You, you know like it you, took me places. Like, you, you already know when it's you expect these events, but you just pleasantly surprised? Yeah, that <laughs> song
0: took me to three different emotions. Like, I don't know. Like, first, I felt like I was in 2011 where, like, techno and shit was real big. And then I remember, like, you know, Saturday mornings they have, like, the uh, VH1 countdown. Yeah. And I feel like I could hear this shit on the countdown somewhere. Like, It's just, it feels like it's nostalgic, but so fresh at the same time. That's
1: a really good way to describe it. For me, like, I could hear the inspirations. Yeah. yeah, no, I could hear the inspirations. But it's not exactly the inspirations, because it's it's you. It's you. (laughs) You know. Even with some inspiration part, like,
0: I don't even know if you even listen to this artist, but I heard some of the dream and, like, the chorus and, like, Shit like that, so I don't know if that was something that you've heard recently. Did you hear Breezy too? I I, I, heard, I heard Breezy. I I heard a sound of just Breezy, just, yeah. of just just singing, just yeah. going like. And I heard Breezy. You know, it definitely was like pop R like you said. Like this yeah. shit could have came out then, could come yeah. out now. Like I just feel like I need to be doing something. I could I could listen to the song I'm running like yeah. like just. I, yeah. I felt
1: like this is just a vibe. It's like vibe. this is like I like it. For me, the vibe is like opening blind.
0: What's the name and of this again? Safe for Later. Save for Later. Is it out right now? Yeah. So, can you let them know all the members can oh, listen so to this song repeatedly, Apple repeatedly, music, repeatedly? Spotify.
2: Okay, so all streaming services Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, whatever you use to listen to music, it's on there. Um, Nyla Jane, Safe for Later, featuring the artist,
0: Josiah. That's tough, man. Yeah. That's tough. So, and, the, and for all the people, you know, you did have your own tape that was out a while ago. Mm-hmm. I listened to that tape. When I heard that tape, and I think I, I told you, because it came, it's been about two years now, right? year and a half? It. Because you dropped it 2019, I believe. Okay,
2: yeah, that one.
0: Yeah, yeah, that one, that one. So when you drop that one, it's like, because I've heard a lot of people from Palm Beach County, and you're not, even though I'm sure if you wanted to do a rap album, you probably could do it if you felt like it, but you're a singer, you're an R&B, you're a pop mm-hmm. artist. So hearing from a rapper, you're like, I'm not going to lie, you might be the only one I know that's who crazy. does pop and R&B cause I know another homegirl named Noah, she does pop and R&B and your styles are different but you guys are probably I the first ones
2: off of this podcast yeah <laughs> you probably like
0: are the only two I I've known who've done it in different places but still so good like I don't and maybe there are more pop artists I haven't heard y'all but right now y'all definitely hold the like there's supposed to be a list for it. who's the main pop R&B artist in Palm County y'all definitely hold the crown that's y'all but um I just want to ask like like you said, writing is what you do. So how do you pick the beats? How do you pick how to go about the songs? How do you pick who do you want on the songs? Like, does that take time for you to think about it? Or you just be like, no, I want this one, this beat. I'm gonna write this type of song about it. And I'm gonna have so and so on this."
2: Um. So for Safer for later mm-hmm. specifically, Nyla sent me the track. She produced it. It was basically 95% done. Like mm-hmm. nothing really changed. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? (laughs) Because I got it in 2021. In 2021, I just finished J1, and J1 is like 80s, 80s pop all the way through. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, how am I supposed to go from that to this? Mm -hmm. Um, So she was like, I want you to do Chris Brown and Travis Scott. And I said, I don't know how to do that, but let me try. And um, I wrote the verse, I wrote the chorus. She wrote the second verse and I'm like, yeah both of us are pretty quick cool writers, so as long as we combine together, it's done. But um, picking beats, I'm, I'm really impulsive. We're trying to change that, but I'm really impulsive. So, I go off of the vibes I get, and if I feel a vibe instantly, then that's the beat. And then I, um, Summer Walker actually has this approach, Summer Walker and somebody else, and they don't write lyrics they kind of hum over it and find something that's catchy summer walker and tizzle they kind of just hum over it see what sticks and then when they find a melody that sticks that's when they'll start writing and that's what i did for this song and that's what i'm doing right now where i'm just like humming over it seeing what fits and then i'll get into the lyrics and get into what the song gives me and what i'm supposed to be talking about
1: i like that um Think you pretty much asked the question i wanted to ask mm-hmm. but um as far as the background of this song i feel like you should let everybody know like how long did it take how long i mean like you said like you two wrote it but like was it like a one take type thing or like okay like i'm gonna keep punching in because mm-hmm. like before when we were talking previously mm-hmm. like you mentioned the um fresh years concept so punching in okay i, I go to sleep i wake up okay, maybe i don't really like how it sounds Or I feel like I could tweak it. Mm -hmm. So like, what was the creative process on this?
2: Okay, so the first demo for this song was Mm -hmm. not the best. Um, I mean, it was good, but so what happened was when she was releasing the project, she released Save for Later as a single. So I recorded Save for Later in February of 2021. She released it in like April or May. And um, people loved it and when she got ready to release the entire like EP, I was like we're not releasing this again I have to re-record this, I have to take a different approach because I've lived with it so I know wh- whenever I'm releasing music or whenever I'm making a song I always want to make sure that I've given the song almost time to live mm-hmm. like I don't want to write a song and then listen to it and then two, three weeks later be like oh my gosh this song is amazing, I'm right now because in three months what if I don't feel the same way what if it means something else or it sounds different to me or my voice is taking a different shape yeah so I definitely live um I definitely take different times especially because I know what I'm writing about today might not be what I'm writing about a month from now so I definitely um I punch it, like I will get a song done in a day. But it's it's more like I'll finish ninety percent and that last ten percent, it could be anywhere from a month to four months to whatever case. And it that is.
0: last ten percent might be the song that makes people listen to it forever. Right? Yeah. So, and for all the people who, you know, like I said who wanna be artists try to or try to even understand what an artist's day to day recording studio lifestyle is like, like that's why I kinda wish with songs, what well, they should do, if the artist does feel like being that open, you know how they have the credits now with, like, the lyrics and stuff? Mm-hmm. They should have a stamp of how long it took to make the song. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, if Drake said, God's plan took 30 days, I would appreciate that song more, as far as, even though it's not the most complex song, it's so affectionate towards just human beings, it makes you think, with 30 days, I can appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Or, for, like, future and March Madness, if he told me it took five minutes, I would be like, that's so fucking incredible. <laughs> five minutes to <laughs> <and> create this <laughs> Black Masterpiece. Like, this shit, I feel like if artists were open, that'd be a nice little, I feel like it would boost their sales, too. Like, this album took mm-hmm. them two years. Like If Kendrick does drop this year and they do that little timestamp that, that I'm talking about, if Kendrick doesn't say nothing more than four years, I'm going to be mad. Because, I mean, you would Frank just Ocean. chill and they didn't care about yeah. music. Frank Ocean, too, yeah. timestamp will say six years. For <laughs> real. <laughs> <laughs> But um, since for the, actually, that's a be- good way to segue to the second topic. Like, and I, I feel like with this question I'm gonna ask you, it might sound real rhetorical, because it kind of is, I guess, but it's like, it's just really crazy, because like I said, we're the new grown ups, but we're still that young. Like, you're in, we're in the middle child, like how KJ Cole said it, where our OGs, cousins, and parents, they've seen this life and how music may have not been that important, but still a vital necessity. And then our generation where it's like music is just how everything is getting done. majority of people are getting paid and influenced by music, whether they Mm -hmm. know it or not. And then the younger generation where they just, they wake up, they're born to music. So do you guys think that music is just life at this
1: point? Like it's that important? I think it is. I feel like it's a form of media, Mm -hmm. like anything else. Like the news influences people. So I think just as much as the news can influence people music can influence people as well because like I feel like they're both mediums that are fueled with like emotion so like obviously like you get a certain feeling and watch the news but music also evokes emotions, it can make you happy it can make you sad, people fight to music people have happy feelings to music people create to music so like I think music like you said is life How do you feel?
0: Because, one, you're an artist. I know you're other artists. But, like, do you feel like music has took a lot of control of your life than it has recently? Um, so, um, one thing I've been struggling
2: a lot with is being more real in my music. Um, with J1 and then with a couple of the songs that I released with Nyla, I really wanted to take time to make sure that what I was writing was, like, I can tell you it was this month of this year that I felt like this and that's why this song is how it was because in the past with other songs I've written I I used to write love songs like crazy because love songs are so easy I'm sorry love songs are so yeah easy yeah. just I love you your eyes are the world and yeah. your mouth is the stars and you know just like pretty sweet shit yeah pretty stupid mm. whatever but um, when it comes to like writing about heartbreak hardships Mm -hmm. or just writing about how you're not doing okay or how you're doing better than you were a week ago or whatever the case may be like I wanted it to be real because I feel like that's one of the biggest benefits of music especially music nowadays Mm -hmm. like hella artists be growing up on tiktok Mm -hmm. and it's because they're like talking about real shit not Mm -hmm. just the John legend all of me love me now, <laughs> like, oh, all, all that we can do is, so is love me, yeah. right, um, but I feel like music really affects people, because I know for me, I've written stuff, like, months or years before I've ever had the confidence to say it, or, you know, be it, mm-hmm. so I think music is, I think music does affect how we live, because I think music is, it can be a soundtrack to your life, It can give you confidence. (laughs) It just, it does all types of things,
0: so. No, I I, I agree with everything y'all both said. Both points are definitely valid. I just feel like, like, man, you could post a song on TikTok. Like, before, you know, there was the people who blew up on SoundCloud, the Uzis, the Kodaks, the 21 Savages, all those people. Mm -hmm. Childish Gambino, all those people. Mac Miller, all those people. But it's like, before okay, you blew up on SoundCloud. Like if you didn't, if you couldn't, well, I guess from the beginning, beginning, it was show talents, talent club, people find you, or networking, and then SoundCloud came. You blew up on SoundCloud. A label might find you, or now it's like you did a freestyle on Facebook or Instagram and get a lot of shares. Somebody's gonna find you. But you could be a first-time musician do a thirty-second song preview on TikTok get a million views and you may not be getting signed but you've done made money from TikTok that you can keep making money from your music and TikToks like I appreciate TikTok and I'm not even an artist but it's just the fact that how one thing can propel you for future investments and like opportunities is crazy like the song um Corvette Corvette mm-hmm. I don't know how big he was before that song but he was able to make a one even if it's just that one song he was able to make a a, a career where he could take care of himself and his family um, Pink what's that song called? Uh, hours, hours, oh, yours, I never heard that song unless it was TikTok, and now it's going crazy. And from blue. what I her so, whole
1: album blew off that,
0: just off that one song. Just, it's it's just crazy yeah. to me. Like, so I definitely, definitely agree that music is our life. But I feel like now nah, they're not even making a life; they're just making life is music. Like at this point, they're switching it from music is life to life is music. Like, yeah. it's just so crazy to me. But I like where it's going, and I like how. I know, you know, and I never, we didn't even do a Black History or, or Black Future Month now, I guess, like, episode. But it's just nice that seeing, like, hip-hop is... And it's been pop music for a while, but it's undoubtedly... What's popular is hip-hop, rap, mm-hmm. black people. Like, before it was country. Like, we were kind of fighting for that in the early 2000s. Now, since, I guess, 2012, 2013, the Migo era, and now they know what's up, so yeah. it's nice. Music is definitely... In a good space um, And with music being here Music being heard Man let, Let's get a second song Cause the first song I'm already like I'm playing oh, that sorry. I need it's to like hear that. a second one yeah. Like Let's know what you got In the chambers
2: uh, I'm gonna let y'all choose Do you wanna hear the demo Or the 80s
1: I wanna hear the 80s Let's go with the 80s Alright Cause <laughs> that piqued might interest.
2: Okay, so this is all me. Production, lyrics, vocals, all that stuff. Okay. I'm gonna do doing... Dang, I can't choose three or six. Six.
0: All right. Going to Jesus, six, six, eight, six, side. <laughs> Yes. That's why I miss Poetry Jam, bro. I miss Death Poetry Jam. Like they should bring that back. Bro. I think like, so too. Like that like, I used to watch the YouTube videos heavy. Like they were really just like they really need to bring that back, bro. BET could really like we had this conversation <laughs> last time. I really think they should bring one like, of Park back, bro. That shit would really be lit. Like having artists just showcase and perform.
1: Anyways,
0: man, um so with that song, like when can they find that song, like you said? Where is it on the Apple Music, Brian so algorithm Bible,
2: all streaming platforms, the artist Josiah, J1, that song was Mars.
1: I feel like in that song, it's I don't, I don't know if I'm correct, but when you talked about wanting to be a little bit more real in your music, I kind of felt that in that song, like, yeah. like when you really listen to the lyrics, it's like, all right, like this is like something that like people be going through. Right? Yeah. So,
0: but I I was inside that. his
1: brain, like, just hearing, like, his inner thoughts, like, this is what I'm trying to get out of and into, like, yeah. it was nice. But do you feel like you were being a little bit more real and transparent
2: in that song? Um, I was being 100% real in that song, because um, that song, especially the chorus, it's talking about um, something I think a lot of people go through, which is, like, I don't really care if I get hurt, I just need this with you. Like, whether it's a relationship or whatever the case may be. It doesn't have to be love. It can be a friendship. Mm-hmm. Uh, people being in toxic friendships where they give 100% and the other person giving like two. Or same thing with the relationship. So, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Just being almost ready to accept a toxic situation just to still have the access to that person.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But, like, you could feel it, like, you could really, like, I feel like, especially with songs where you're being really transparent, the feelings just jump through the lyrics. So I, like, when I'm listening, I'm like, alright, like, like, you can feel that. It's not like I'm in the same situation. I feel like I was
0: definitely like, in the studio when he made that song. Yeah.
1: Like, I'm, I'll be imagining me yeah. going through, like, me in a little music video. <laughs> his, song. His, his song is just the, the whole decoration, yeah. it's the element. I feel that.
0: I want to ask you so like since you have you know different range of artists who you like and appreciate, if five artists were going to give you not even give you a free feature, but like if five artists say I want to collaborate with you, I want to work on a song, what five artists would you like want to hear that from? Any genre, any alive though alive, but like dead is too easy. Yeah,
2: well not really because I mean if dead was an option. If dead was an option, I would still choose the people I'm about to say. Okay. Because I mean, like, people could be like, "Oh, Michael Jackson," but you know, I me, and Michael Jackson don't really. But I would say, Summer Walker. Um, who else? Rihanna, but if she's on her 2016 shit, because <laughs> anti anti was an album, was a soundtrack, was a movie. Yeah. Um, Beyonce because. Gold. (laughs) If I have a feature with Beyonce, you said, you said, (laughs) you said. Um, who else? I want to have a feature with. I kind of I think about it now. Timbaland I want Timberland to produce for me,
0: so bad. That'd be nice. Yeah, and I could could definitely see that. Yeah, I could definitely see that. And then
2: who else? Um.
0: Kendrick Kendrick Yeah I could see that That's a good five man That's a good five You have a
1: five you think you like to hear him On Like mm-hmm. arms you think you I think Maybe I'm biased From like the The first song But definitely Travis I could hear I could hear you working with Travis mm-hmm. Maybe it's because you're adaptable Um 80s wise Maybe it's cause like I'm thinking about like the 80s soundtrack Maybe Tori Lanes mm-hmm. Yeah Definitely Tori Lanes I'm trying to like think of different bags, you know, like Pop. You got Tori, you got Travis, Pop, like further than the rap, you know. You already named Beyonce, like Beyonce is one of your inspirations. Summer Walker for sure. Yeah. Summer Walker. Like, yeah. Summer, <laughs> Walker sure. yeah. Yeah. Summer Walker for sure, man. I
0: think for me, I could definitely hear Janelle. Jene, yeah. Jene, cool. Got one more. That yeah, was your fifth? I think I'm in like six full six. six. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could definitely hear you in Adele. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be a nice duet. I could hear um, Pink Sweats. Mm-hmm. I could hear. Who could I hear? Else? I could hear um, Miguel. Mm-hmm. I could hear. I could hear J Cole. And then another rapper. um, It might sound strange to him, I to say. But I could definitely hear like a Gunna and a K Camp, Gunna K Camp type thing. You know. I want to say um, Mariah the Scientist and. um, I just got into her. Mariah the Scientist, Mariah the Scientist, would also be good too. Probably is hard. And uh, the last one, what's up, girl? What's up, girl? Hi. Corner, yeah, I could definitely see you collab people because like you said you can, you're can. you multi-directional with how yeah. you can go but you know, with those people especially like you said produced by Timberland you get like Sean Gary and other writers with you nah it's a vibe it's a vibe for sure for yeah. sure um, so for the third segment man, man, it's going to be a nice little fun topic you know I always tell the members you know we're not shading room but when you get a lot of news like this in the media it's it's kind of hard not to give a, give an opinion about it, you know? Um, but before we get into that, like I said, shout out to all the first and current members. This is episode 107 um, or 108, either Eight. or, probably 108. Um, what else? If you want to find a podcast, please Google Apple Spotify, type DVP. You will see our name, Diamond Logo, every episode. you want to watch the video version of the podcast, go to the Spotify app. Shout out to Anchor. That's the um, company that you know distributes us, so all the episodes you can hear on those platforms, and they pay us. So shout out to Anchor. So the third segment, man, um, it's crazy. That's that Super Bowl week. You know, Kodak got shot. Um, the
1: Rams won
0: that. by a very Did close. He really day. get? Shot? No idea. But what was it like? A grace. I no spin? idea, fam. But there was a lot of things going Cause on. Cause went to the Super Bowl. Apparently. Yeah. A lot of things are going on, um, but what we're going to talk about—the baby. If you guys know about the baby and Danny Lay, apparently, you know they have a child, um, and I guess they're having beef after the child was born, or beef. Pretty much, they're not seeing eye to eye, and they're not in a relationship. Um, they're co-parenting, and I believe recently, or maybe a couple, three, four days ago, happened. Danny Lee has a brother. I guess he's not a big fan of the baby. I believe, from what I've seen, that the baby and the gentleman were gonna have a talk. Strange enough, the location was in a bowling alley—not somewhere you kind of wanna have a talk when you guys are having differences. Public, yeah, public. more public place or different place at all. But they linked up, and instead of having a regular conversation where men could just, you know, hash the squabbles out and just kick it and be cool, they are fighting in the bowling alleys, and they're not even fighting at the bowling alley—they're fighting in the lane. Like, the baby security guard is beating up the Daniel A.'s brother in the bowling lane. Like, the man almost slipped. Um, he wasn't wearing bowling shoes, so you know he has no grip. So, the security guard got the drop on him
1: and literally dropped him. And a lot of other things. So, the baby didn't fight him.
0: The baby, there, it was, I think the baby tried to swing or maybe he didn't get a chance because the security did his job. This but Yeah, okay. But the, the baby and his, and his crew got into it with Danny Lay's brother and I guess the, the guy Danny Lay's brother responded saying hey I wanted a fair one this not a fair one so how do you guys just feel about fighting in the bowling alley um, why Danny because at the same time they're family because Danny Lay brother is the uncle oh, of their right. child so it's like how do you feel having family fight and a social platform being seen and just all that right?
1: Um, number one I'm not a big fan of like Private family matters being like blown up yeah. on the internet. Shit, come well, on, like, you came, boy. We should talk about that too. I need to be informed. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not really a big fan of like, oh, okay, putting all your issues on social media. Like, I feel like that situation definitely could have been handled better. It could have definitely been a sit down. But at the same time, I don't, I don't know what you thought was gonna happen. Like, if you just approaching somebody. Obviously, it's a hostile situation. Like, you're approaching person in a public place. The baby is not, um... He has a history of assaulting okay, people in yeah, public... Of, of showing up and pulling up and getting into violent, yep. Yeah, yeah so situations. I, I don't, don't think you're just gonna talk with me while yeah. I'm... I don't know what he was doing at the bowling alley. You know, yeah. probably bowling, chilling. Yeah. But you pull up with hostility, like... You gonna get it back. Yeah, so... I don't know what Danny Lee brother was thinking. Obviously, not using his head. But, um... Uh, yeah. You know? How you feel about that, Brian? Uh, yeah. Because
0: uh, there might be moments when you actually, you know, get that chance for you that you can showcase your skills and so you're signed. You're a big artist. And not even saying you have a family now with another artist because she's an artist as well, Danny Lay. But, like, you just have situations now where close friends and family are not as close with you because of an incident that you have with one of their family members. You know, so you still keeping your image as an as a artist but then still trying to let it be known like yeah I'm not cool with this person like how do you move about that because you still got to talk to that other family member eventually that you were cool with
2: okay so there's uh, there's no other way to put this there's just so much to unpack with this yeah. situation mm-hmm. um, so for that question how would I keep my image me personally I would have handled it privately I'm not going to because they were already doing the public stuff. they yeah. IG live. I, oh and they arguing on Instagram live. And that was he's saying she this. And she's saying oh. And da terrible. da da. Whatever the case may be. He put it out there. Y'all too old for that. Plus your parents. ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, neither of them really had an image to uphold. Not me saying they're not famous. But they didn't have a Beyonce image. Or a Rihanna or, image. Or a. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. their image didn't give you oh I'm a clean cut celebrity yeah, I do things by the book they I'm they a professional wherever the case may be. Yep.
0: The baby being a rule breaker. So you <laughs> kinda talk. expected this like
1: yeah basically what you said. I'm not shocked. Yeah, yeah. basically what you said is like okay like it's the baby. It's sad but I'm not I didn't shocked.
2: get on Twitter see it and go, oh my gosh. No I saw it and I'm like, oh this is funny as hell. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can see this happening. I kept struggling, because I I didn't expect them not to fight. Yeah. Like I didn't know that um, Danny Lake's brother Was saying Whatever he was saying And oh I want to talk to you Man to man One on one yeah. Like Shit You didn't
1: want to talk to him one-on-one. I don't think the baby Is like a Man to man One on one exactly. Type of He's guy He's never
0: shown the family <laughs> Even when he <laughs> fucked that guy At the mall Whatever that rapper was Didn't he have a
1: cast on? I think I don't even know But when he fucked that guy One on one it's a dangerous man Like yeah. you We have to address this If you beat a man in public With a cast on Like obviously You don't care about I mean the baby's showing. he's fighting with
0: a boy.
2: If you even like start to try and talk about this, you need to start at the fact that why are you disrespecting the mother of the child? That's that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's why as far as the
0: brother, I don't blame him because it's one thing to talk it's one thing to not be with my sister anymore. But then you publicly embarrass her on IG Live Multiple when she styles. just had your child. So as a brother of that child, I mean as the nephew, as the uncle of that child, mm-hmm. I feel like you're disrespecting her side of the family And her fucking mother So Cause mm-hmm. let's be real I'm sure the baby loves that child I'm sure he's gonna make sure To take care of that child mm-hmm. As much as he can But when that child grows up And one of their classmates Shows an old video Of your dad Talking to your mama On IG live He's got an answer for that mm-hmm. it's So a I don't change you? know. no, the baby mm-hmm. The baby got an Oh I, I, I think it's a, a girl I but, think
2: it's a daughter
0: Yeah Yeah so When she does have When she has a classmate she, And the classmate shows so This with your dad Embarrassing your mama On IG live Cause it probably would happen mm-hmm. You know how these kids Are with this technology And stuff he got an incident. He got a good dad. Why would you talk about my mom like this? Mm-hmm. Whether he knows it or not in the future. So it's like that. And that's going to lead to the family remembering that incident. So I don't blame the brother. I just blame him for not having his own crew. Because you can't think it. Uh, I blame
2: him out. for thinking you were about to pull up on him anywhere. And yeah. Y'all yeah. don't have phones. Yeah. Like we couldn't. Why didn't they argue on IG Live? Yeah. Y'all been doing this I, for months. Why didn't you do I, it again? But,
1: but you know people be tough on the phone. Super tough. People are tough on the phone, so I don't think the like phone call would have got anything across. I feel like there was really no way to like handle this situation, like
0: properly. Because I just want to know when you're at the bowling alley and you see the baby and his entourage, why? Where's your entourage? Maybe if you didn't have one, if you didn't told him
1: that he was there.
0: That's the thing. I don't, I mean, that is a very good question. It's a lot of a lot and of. and with him getting
2: there and you saw the baby and his gaggle of niggas, <laughs> why? Why did you
0: walk up? I would see him and 15 other niggas say, oh. And hey, you know so you're <laughs> also, what's, going, what's even worse about it? Because let's say this goes down, like the media stops caring about it. Their relationship can't get better because you already, you've hurt this man. You almost could have killed him or seriously injured him. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, now the kid gets involved. So now Danny Lay might be like, you know what? I don't want him near my child. He's aggressive. That's gonna take a whole nother way to court, and he might have to fight for custody. Like this incident is going to cause them issues from now Mm -hmm. to who knows how long. Eighteen years. Let me let me say this: if she
2: takes it to court, he's
0: gonna lose. He's gonna lose. Yeah. He's gonna lose. And if he loses, he's gonna be yeah. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! It's only February, guys. Twenty twenty two. It's only February. It's gonna be good. It's only February how do you feel like you would help yourself just not be in those situations as an artist? Because let's be real, even when we were kids, we've seen a bunch of artists go through dumb things where it's just like, why was that necessary? Like, for example, for me, um, shout, shout out to the new boys. I, I love them for what they did for us, but I've heard some of the stories about them now, and I'm like, damn, that's sad. Like, bad contracts, they didn't know how to save money, other issues, like, Or even something that's kind of recent but not too recent, like um, when Rick Ross had that line.